This is HPR episode 1887 entitled Coffee Making Basics and is part of the series Coffee. It is hosted by first time host just me and is about 11 minutes long. The summary is Reply to HPR episode 1871 and AMP Coffee Making. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. This is just me. I've been in and out of computing since the late 70s. I'm currently running the latest version of Linux Mint LMDE Mate on this Intel Core 2 Q8300 CPU, running at 2.5 GHz on an AS Rock motherboard with 8G of memory. Storage is provided by a 120 GB Samsung 850 EVO SSD for the OS and a Western Digital WD-20 2T hard drive as home and swap. Video is provided by NVIDIA. My monitor is an LG E2441 widescreen. I built this box a few years ago and haven't seen a need to modernize it beyond upgrading the OS because it suits my purposes as well. Although I'm seriously contemplating switching my desktop to XFCE because Mate is still too buggy. Enough about me. Let's get on to the subject at hand. I just finished listening to the HPR Community News for September 2015, episode 1871, a couple of days ago. I listened to the two volunteer hosts talking about coffee, coffee preparation, and how hard it was to get water to the correct temperature for that optimal cup of coffee. I'd like to ask the two of them a couple of questions before I continue elucidating on this topic. The first question is, can you blind taste test the difference between Nescafe Instant and a cup of, let's say, Starbucks brewed coffee? A blind taste test is where someone prepares cups of coffee without you knowing which cup has which coffee. Also notice, I didn't say cappuccino or latte. I said good old-fashioned brewed coffee, drunk black. Don't be ashamed if you can't, because many people don't have the taste buds for it. But if you can't, I'd say forget making your own and stay with that crappy Nescafe Instant. You'll save yourself a lot of time and money. On the other hand, if you can taste the difference, and you live in San Francisco area of California, then I'd like to ask another question. Can you taste the difference between Starbucks and Pete's brewed coffee? If you can, then I propose one more question. Can you taste the difference between a cup of coffee made with Colombian beans and one made with Brazilian beans or Ethiopian beans or Costa Rica beans? If you answered yes to all of these questions, 
then I'd say you should take time to learn how to make a proper cup of coffee. You'll be rewarded a thousand times over with each cup you drink. Now, providing you've answered all in the affirmative, or you're just interested in listening to the rest of this podcast, let's digress no further and proceed to the heart of the matter. Making a good cup of coffee, just like making a bottle of good wine or a good omelet, takes understanding of the basics and practice in preparation. The basics of coffee making are simple. Freshly roasted whole beans. A good grinder. Proper grind for the type of coffee preparation method. Water. Water temperature. And brew time. I'm not going to go into a step-by-step -step dissertation on each brewing method. Suffice it to say, you can take the time for that later. I'll only discuss the essentials here. Let me dally a moment longer. Do you drink wine or beer? When you do, or if you do, do you add ice to it? Do you want watered-down beer or wine? No. Then why in the hell would you add milk or sugar to your coffee? Enough said on that subject. Let's proceed. 1. By freshly roasted whole beans, I mean just that. Whole beans that have been roasted in the past couple of days. Not two, three, four, five, or more months ago. Beans lose their flavor. Go stale with time. Just like day-old bread. Ground beans lose their flavor even faster. So use only whole beans and grind them as you need them, just before brewing. In addition to maintain their freshness, keep whole beans in an airtight bag or container, out of direct sunlight and in a cool, dry place, not refrigerated. Beans hate time, temperature, sunlight, and air. Another side note here. How much ground coffee per cup? General rule of thumb. 10 grams of ground coffee per 6 ounces of water. The average American cup mug holds about 8 to 14 ounces of water. So adjust the amount of coffee uh, accordingly. Experiment. Keep all the other factors the same and only vary the quantity of the ground coffee until you get that just right cup. But of course, if you like Nescafe Instant, you'll like stale coffee beans and add extra just for fun. Number two, grinder. A good grinder is imperative. The greatest cost is going to be the grinder. Not all grinders are equal, nor do they grind beans equally well. So don't be afraid to spend good money for a good grinder. Look for a conical or burr grinder. No damn blade grinders. Blade grinders are for spices and grinding dog food. And I don't mean KitchenAid or Sunbeam or Cuisinart or Mr. Coffee or such. Look for brand names like Mazer, Ranchillo, Gaggia, Bun, Maycap, Baratza. Spend good money now. It'll save you money and ensure years of good service. Note that each brewing method needs a different grind, coarseness, fineness. Experiment. Keep all the other factors the same and only vary the grind until you get that just right cup. But of course, if you like Nescafe Instant, don't worry about the grind. Another side note here. 
If you answered yes to all the above questions, I'll guarantee that if I were to prepare two cups of coffee, where all of the factors are the same except for the grinder, one cheap and one quality, that you would most definitely swear that different beans were used to make each cup. No joke. That's the difference a good grinder makes. It, more than any other factor, will change the flavor of your coffee. And you'll more likely than not be missing out on a great cup and be constantly plagued with shit coffee if you cheap out. I can personally attest to this fact. I cheaped out in the beginning. Then I spent the money to buy a good grinder. My first sip of coffee using the great grinder knocked my socks off. Night and day! I discovered the great taste of coffee that a great grinder provides, so don't cheap out. But of course, if you like Nesquik Instant, you'll like the cheap blade grinder. Or, hell, do it caveman style. Just use a hammer to smash the beans. 3. Water Mountain spring water is a must. The minerals in it help extract the delicate flavors of the coffee, giving it a much more fuller, richer flavor. Distilled water leaves coffee tasting flat and lifeless. But of course, if you like Nescafe Instant, you'll like distilled water. Number four, water temp. Yes, water temp makes a difference. It's like the difference between scalding milk and burning milk. Coffee's delicate flavors require a temperature between 195 to 200 degrees Fahrenheit or 90 to 94 degrees C. Too cold? No flavor extraction. Flat coffee. Too hot? And the oils are extruded. Bitter coffee. First bring water to a rolling boil. This aerates the water. Once the water comes to a full boil, remove from the heat. Wait 30 to 40 seconds, then pour it into or over your freshly ground coffee beans and stir. For an even more accurate temperature reading, use a thermometer. If you make espresso, the espresso maker will take care of the temp, provided you bought a good espresso maker and not a cheap cuisine art or the likes thereof. But of course, if you like Nescafe, use boiling hot water. 5. Brew time. Each brewing method's brew time varies. French press, espresso, pour over, drip, aeropress, etc. As little as 30 seconds, espresso, to between 3 to 4 minutes for the others is needed. So experiment. Keep all the other factors the same and only vary the brew time until you get that just right cup. But of course, if you like Nescafe Instant, let it steep for 10 minutes. Does all of this seem like a lot of time and bother just for a cup of coffee? Hell yes. But didn't it seem like a lot of time and bother to make that first perfect omelet? And wasn't it worth it once you got the hang of it? It was no fuss at all. It's just like putting your pants on or brushing your teeth. You no longer have to think about it. You just do it. And once you get the hang of it, the timing and the flow to making that just right cup of coffee, you'll be able to enjoy a perfect cup every time without breaking a sweat or furring a brow. So here's to you. Enjoy. And maybe next time we'll look at blending beans to create a euphoric cacophony of mouth flavors. Bye-bye. <laughs>
You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.